0: This Clazy Shane and Kimber podcast is available for you wherever you are. Just like Ram's home loans are with you during the entire loan process, from gaining the loan and for the life of the loan. What a strange turn of events in the uh, AFL with the West Coast Eagles now pretty much up there as Premiership favourites, mate.
1: Yeah, they look good. I oh. uh, I got back just in time to see the second half of the game, and yeah. I, I don't want to bang on about it, but we uh, we were terribly good. Yes,
0: and the, <laughs> and the Dockers, uh, this uh, game against Hawthorne's been coming for about six weeks, and I've said on Twitter on the weekend, if you didn't see it coming, you weren't really watching Dockers games. Adrian Barrage, good morning, Barra.
2: CSK, yes, hello, yes, sir. well summed up. I think probably Hawthorne are uh, Premiership favourites, uh, I'd say, after the way they obliterated uh, the Dockers in Tasmania.
0: Mm, didn't want but, to say uh, that.
2: Yeah, but not far behind. Uh, Clancy, certainly Sydney and the West Coast Eagles. Um, yeah. Sydney, the Eagles have got a pretty tough draw coming up, so we'll find out. They've got to play Collingwood, Sydney, and also um, oh, they've got to play the Dockers as well and Hawthorne. Yeah. So they've got some. They've got four pretty tough games, and if they can win one or two of those, there's a silly chance for top four, maybe top two. But gee, you're right. It's been a bit of a turnaround with the Eagles getting all the publicity now. And, the is getting badly beaten.
1: How does it happen over the 12-month tenure that the Eagles go from not making the finals to being such a success?
3: Oh, you can't trust football.
1: mean I've, <laughs> uh, I've always said Simpson was the man. Yeah, good on you.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were, you were on to him early, uh, Shane. Yeah, yes. <laughs> you can pick a star. Uh, he, oh, he,
1: I knew he, he was the good. I knew he had the goods mm. mate.
2: Well, that's part of it. He's brought this uh, Hawthorne mentality, I suppose. He loves... You know, fast ball movement out of the back line, great kicks. Uh, it's ironic, too, because McKenzie, Brown, Waters, Glass, all gone, but all guys that were unlikely to move the ball quickly out of the back line. And he's got Wellingham and uh, Ellis and Butler and McGovern back there, and they, they do do that, so it's really aided his game plan. And uh, the guys have just matured. They're all averaging about 100 games now, so they're actually going to be at their zenith, next year or perhaps even the year after the eag. So it's all good news for West Coast Eagles fans, no doubt. Oh well,
1: God, let's talk about this for another well, hour. Let's no, let's not actually though.
4: No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Feeling a bit sad.
3: Barra, you know the, seeing the boys there for the Phil Walsh tribute game, I mean any time I see men cry, I'm a basket case and watching the Adelaide players together well, trying to keep it together it was heartbreaking. And I'm not suggesting that you should let a team win, but couldn't they let the Crows win? <laughs>
2: Yeah, well, it was, it's a difficult one because it's a ruthless sport, and I suppose uh, it's all about getting the four points. But can I just say, uh, hats off to anyone who went to Subiaco Oval and yeah. gave that standing ovation at the end when the boys came off, and that that spontaneous silence when they went out in the middle, and all the players basically embraced. Uh, I've never been prouder of a Subiaco crowd as I was uh, on Saturday night. So. Congratulations to them and the West Coast Eagles. Um, but you're right. <laughs> when, you, when you saw Dangerfield in tears and Big Source, oh. uh the, the big ruckman. Yeah. Well, it was it was very moving, and it just all boiled over, didn't they? They'd been such, they'd been so strong for so long, and that was their opportunity to let let fly and. Yeah, it was great to see that, you know, men can still cry and uh, no one says anything. It's great. Yeah, Adelaide
0: had flown a lot of the uh, partners and families and that over as well, which All is right. very moving. Hey, Barrow, oh, I've been trying to avoid it, mate. Do, can we talk about the Dockers just for a minute? Because uh, it's deep peril, I think. Yeah, I don't mind it's talking about over, it. It's They, is they it? lost.
3: It's not over till it's no, over. No, it's not over.
0: They've won 12 games. They've lost two. It's but over, the baby. They played The way it's they played it's over. yesterday, <laughs> the way the boys played yesterday, we've got no chance of playing in a no, grand final.
3: everybody has
2: an off day. No. No, I'm, I'm here to give you positive news. Um, they, okay. will bounce, they will bounce back. I hope um, so. They got Carlton this week too, so that's going to help. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but Adrian. I, that's sorry, a good can, one. But can I say that, um, yeah, you're right, Claire, in your earlier comments that you can see it coming. They're, they're in a rut. There's no doubt. Yeah. The forward line's not quite functioning. The pad looks like he needs a rest. Even Sandy looked a bit tired. Um, they were up early, and that was his strategy. Let's get them up early, win as many games as we can. Let's be the fittest team in the comm, smash everyone, mm. and then hold on in the mid-period, and then come again uh, towards September. and bit that, like Port last year. Yeah, exactly, and I think it's going to work. I think he's, he's got to go through this tough time, but they'll come back. There's no doubt about it. They're, they're too good. five has got that sort of little uh, thing now that he's got to get past the match yep. review panel. I think you'll probably get a fine. there's uh, no way I'll get suspended for that. So he'll still be in line for the Brownlow, but they have got this rule if you get fined three times for minor incidents during the year, he's this is his second, uh, you do get suspended and miss the Brownlow medal. So uh, yeah, he's got to be a bit careful but yeah doctor stands uh, don't be too worried i think they'll they'll turn the wheel a bit they'll play a few other guys against carlton in a couple of the games and their draw is pretty benign eh, claire it's not as bad as the eagles that's for sure
1: yeah be an interesting derby in a few weeks did you see buddy franklin's goal the dribble goal where it bounced <laughs> it bounced just, <laughs> just at the in. right time
2: i oh, know it was awesome. He is so
1: good to watch it's that guy, freak, isn't it?
2: That was freakish. But Clares, he just said something important there. That derby really? about time. Round... <laughs> yeah, it's taken it thirty years. In round twenty, that derby, I'd be lining up those tickets now, boys, because <laughs> it's going to be absolutely awesome. Uh, Kimber, even you'd probably enjoy it. It'd be fantastic. No, she won't. <laughs> Tell you what, can we all go
3: together? I feel like we have to go yeah, that'd together. Be awesome.
2: That'd be funny, the four of us together.
3: I, I'll enjoy it better if I'm there with
1: you guys. And, well, and I think we... it is a
2: Dockers, a Dockers home game, isn't it? It, it is, right? yeah. Yeah. Got if you contacts there. If you need any help, yell out. But um, <laughs> I, I reckon...
3: <laughs> <laughs> Shane loves a free ticket too, Damn Barra. Right. Hey, be... <laughs>
0: hey, Barra, thanks for summing it all up, mate. We, uh, we, we appreciate it. Interesting times. We've eight weeks of the regular season to go.
2: No doubt. Good on you guys.
0: Last night I flicked on the TV to see Marco Pierre White saying, run, don't walk, run to the guests. He was on Chef last night, and in Perth he's been good food
1: and whining. George Kalambaras. G'day George, good to see you, mate.
5: Yeah, good to see you guys.
1: Hey, mate, we are just talking off air about travel. You've just flown in from Dubai. Yeah. I did Singapore. Yeah. Um, mind you, White, to buy the food, I went with a different airline. So what, how do you go with airline food?
5: Don't eat it. No? <laughs> <laughs> give, it a, give it a miss? I, I see, that was look, a quick answer. And, and not... I don't know what it is. Ever since I've been a little boy, I just I don't. I just I got this phobia about food on flight. so I take my own. Oh, okay. um, And every uh, what do they call flight attendants now? Yeah, yeah, steward trolley dollies. Stewards. Um, they want they want to eat my lunch. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I see what you prepared. So something's going on. Yeah, no. So yeah, I just take my own stuff. What kind of yeah. stuff are you preparing um, before you? You know, because it's easy taking stuff out of Australia. So yep. um, I'll take things like, you know, sliced prosciutto, oh. you know, parma ham, just little snacks. Lots wow. of almonds, nuts. I thought that was illegal. No. No. I can Let's, see you on a little tray table. Take guns out. and out. stuff just, are illegal. You know, yeah. knives. A yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and knives. Uh, and coming no. into Australia, apples are illegal. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Look, coming into Australia, that's when I start to struggle because obviously if I, I, I'm coming from Europe. But yeah. that was okay this time around. I got some stuff out of Greece and and yeah. And you
3: have to eat everything before you eat get off the everything. plane. If you yeah, you can't have That's any a leftovers.
0: <laughs> What's well, only a problem when you take your, uh, your your block and your set of uh, globe knives? That becomes an issue then, doesn't it? That's
5: yeah. a problem. That, that yeah. is a problem. Try <laughs> and get a uh, knife on board. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, hey, <laughs> hey, we've, we've
1: interviewed you so many times. It's pretty hard to know what to ask you. But well, I bought you to talk a about gift. It. A Channel yeah. Ten gift pack, <laughs>
0: which is, uh... Shane got left on his desk while he was on holidays.
1: Oh, yeah. there
0: you go. the new James oh. Patterson book.
3: How sweet! And a bobblehead of Grant oh Denyer from gosh. Family Feud. So you, can that you realize what, what, <laughs> George, what
0: a party! You realize, George, the three of us have been on holidays. Our first day back, and Shane found that rubbish on his desk. But anyway. Yeah,
4: that,
5: that is. Wow. Isn't that, wasn't that great? I have not done one of us. Right? No, you don't have bobbleheads. I haven't seen
1: one. You should have one. No, yeah. Good. Yeah. Grant Denyer celebrating word. one year. You guys have been going what eight?
5: Yeah, eight years, nearly eight years. That's incredible. I need to complain. Yeah. (laughs) We need to gather
1: material for a cravat
0: for
5: Matt. Yes. Well, we need something. Yeah. We need to do something. How I mean, hard is it? Come People. on. It's a great yeah. show. Awesome yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can tell it a talented dude.
3: Now, George, I want to know what foods are worth the wait. We watch MasterChef and they'll go, yep, you can put this magic together in two and a half hours. Mm. So if they can do that, what's worth sticking around in the kitchen for longer? You know, I mean, if you can do all this incredible stuff, which means the rest of us can do average things in 30 minutes to an hour, yeah. what is worth standing around in the kitchen for a really long time?
5: Jeez, oh, I've, st- I've stood around in kitchens for a long, long time now, but I think, you know what it is... as i mean we're at the top six now they're incredible and they're mm-hmm. honed because they've been with us now about four or five months so you every day they come to us and it's a boom boom, boom. it's constant mm-hmm. you know we're pushing them we're driving them they're in this bubble where they're constantly learning so they're getting more refined and the food's getting better and better and better where we want to stick around and eat lots of it yeah <laughs> we don't really get bad food anymore on the show I mean, no you know, that's good i think you know uh, where, where you go oh,
0: you've educated disgusting. them. Yeah
5: it's just it's it, we've it's created this sort of you know base MasterChef that it you know it's about you know credible cooks. You know, it's I think good it, it's the
3: only show where people get better because all the talent shows we we scrape the bottom of the bowl with some of them, you know, because we've already done the talent in the first four years, and then after that, you're like, oh, there's no. Well, you left wonder in if Julie, the kind first of. year's
1: winner, would get through now.
5: She- Uh, You know, with all respect to Julie, because I think she's a beautiful and a wonderful person and and so successful. Um, Yeah, but but, yeah, she'd struggle. She may battle with the level. Yeah, yeah, I mean, look, the bars higher. Yeah, Yeah. and it is, and that's you know, it's it, and that's the thing. You grow; they grow within a pack. It's not just one person. It's like the group of them. So Julie's group, Mm. um, were incredible. They all cooked a similar sort of way. Now, potentially, would would struggle. Well,
0: they've grown up with the show; they're watching it as well. But I mentioned about Marco. Uh, Are those people? Are the contestants? Are really scared? of him because when right at the start of the show from off the bat it's not come in and join me it's run don't walk run and they look petrified it's
3: like being told off by dad
0: it's funny actually there's
5: a certain marco has and and has had you know even on me as an apprentice growing up this certain you know he's got this presence about mm. him um the most wonderful beautiful generous man you'll ever meet yeah. um but he, he's got this switch when he walks into the kitchen and we all do to an extent i mean he's mm. A big switch, and it's a loud voice too. <laughs> you know, and he just, uh, you know, he demands. I mean, he's 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 from the old world of yeah. cooking. You know, it's it's where it's you know it's intimidation. It's you you got to you got to have the the chef at the edge constantly to get the best out of them. Right. And that was great back then. And you know, it pushes our contestants. Yeah. Um, it's not the way I do things these days, but uh, you know, he's a wonderful man, and he's a, a really. You'll see some stuff he'll cook this week, and you go, how can these old boys still? Cook, right, okay. And you just go, wow. And he's a bit vaudeville
0: got- as well. He, he bungs it on a bit too, you can
1: tell. Oh, he's a rock yes, star. He is a rock star, yeah. I reckon. Yeah. Like, the is. way he gets around, he's got a presence, yeah. like
5: you say. He's got his presence. I mean, you know, you, you look at, you know, his cookbook, White Heat, still relevant today. I mean, yeah. we as you know, I've, I've had mine for 19 years, and I remember the first time I met him, you know, I'd, could you please sign it, Mark? I was a <laughs> little boy. You know? I mean, the guy's a legend, and we love him to bits. Yeah.
0: Show's back on uh, 10 tonight, 7.30, and uh, plenty of good stuff to come on the show before we wrap up.
5: Yeah, thanks, guys. I'm going to go and ring Channel 10. And- <laughs> yeah, get a bobblehead going. George Bobble
0: Calabarro's. A lot of people's, well, not just their photos, but their holidays have been interrupted, With uh, especially with school holidays going on, thanks to a bit of volcanic ash.
1: Yeah, I don't know what the story is. I know I checked Facebook when I got home and a mate of mine is currently in Bali and not anyone is having a wedding up there. Yeah. Uh, no one from the bridal party can make it. Yeah, even, <laughs> even the best man. So no I don't even know there. how
3: that works. It's dreadful, isn't it? Is it? There, are, there are a few couples that didn't make their own wedding.
0: Oh, there's those two twenty one year olds on the seven news last night. Mm-hmm. I hosted a function on Saturday night. It was awards night. Half of the award winners were stuck in Bali and they're there until Friday.
1: Well, I flew through it uh, through Singapore, so I don't know how that works.
0: There you go. Jeffrey Thomas is the man to talk to, aviation expert from the West. Jeff, good morning.
1: Good morning. How are you all?
0: Good, mate. We are hearing a bit of good news this morning. Some a couple of airlines are flying again to Bali.
4: Well, yes, Air Asia and Garuda, I believe, are flying. Mind you, they were flying much of last week as well. Bali Airport itself has been closed twice, um, and uh, to all traffic. Um, but Jetstar and Virgin Australia are taking an ultra-conservative view of the ash cloud, um, and um, uh, Virgin Australia has cancelled all its flights today. Uh, Jetstar is about to make an announcement. I expect I'll follow. Um, but you know we we yet to hear from them exactly what they're going to do. But you know Boeing and Airbus, who make these aeroplanes, uh, they say to airlines, uh, um, volcanic ash must be avoided at all costs, and that's what um, that's what they're doing. The problem with the ash cloud is that it's uh, just at the moment right now touching on Bali Airport, Denpasar uh, Airport. Um, and it's, 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 it's moving around a lot, and uh, it makes planning almost impossible.
1: Right, so you, it, what what do we require? I mean, a big wind or something? Well, we require... We're, Sorry?
4: We're, well, uh, I'm hot just air. getting <laughs>
1: technical here.
3: Oh, hot air, Shane, you've got plenty. Give it up. Um,
4: yeah, hot air in the right direction. Two yeah. things we require. First of all, the volcano continues to erupt and the volcanologists say this this particular volcano is just continually erupting unlike many others that just blow their stack and then peter out over the next week or so this one just continually erupting uh and we've also got winds from the northwest which is uh, which is blowing which are blowing the the air uh the the ash cloud I should say uh, right across the island of bali and right. and um and so we we need one or two things either the volcano to sort of run out of steam, so to speak, or the winds to change so significantly to blow the ash cloud away.
3: Well, Jeffrey, people are furious because people are saying, "Well, you know, my flight's been cancelled, and your AirAsia and, and Garuda are still flying." But I mean, yep. as an aviation expert, if, you've, if you're looking at airlines and your airline saying, "Look, it's not safe to fly," and people are annoyed about that, like, mm. which would you rather be on the plane that's saying it's safe, or the one that's going, "Yeah, we'll get, we'll give it a risk. Why not?"
4: Well, a very interesting question. I would rather stay with the airline who says it's not safe. That's my own personal opinion, but everybody has their own. Uh, there's some very, very good airlines that are still flying into Bali, and there's some, you know, very, very good airlines that are not. Mm. Uh, they all have different operational requirements. One of the problems, you know, just for instance, is uh, uh, an airline might operate out of Perth to Bali and return. Uh, it has crews to do that. They do that. They do what? They do the two sectors and come back to Perth. Um, if they have to divert to Lombok or Surabaya or somewhere like that because of the ash, then the crews are stranded there, the planes stranded there, the airline's then got to fly all the uh, a, new, a new crew up. Uh, it becomes very expensive. Now, last year, just to put a dollar value on this, um, uh, last year Jetstar on a flight from Perth to, to Jakarta at night flew through an unforecast ash cloud. A volcano just erupted. Yeah. Um, and it did $20 million damage to the aeroplane. Right. Wow. So this, this, is, this is serious business. It's, it's uh, ingesting the, the ash into the engines. The, yeah. the ash melts and becomes gluey and, and blocks all sorts of things. Um, then it also blocks up all the sensors. Uh, it, it, it impacts the aeroplane in a variety of ways, and none of them, none of them are good.
0: Yeah. yeah, after we all, uh, or Kimber stayed in WA, but Shane and I flew on the weekend and, uh, you know, on our holidays. And even just the slightest thing in a plane, Jeff, and you get worried when you get a bit of turbulence, let alone $20 million worth of damage from a volcanic ash cloud, it doesn't really go uh, well, ash going into a jet engine or a seagull. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> no, no,
4: no. And, and ash and seagull c- combined together is catastrophic. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, but but dis- I mean, you know, the, the thing is that there's a lot of folks that are really disrupted by this, and it's very, very unfortunate and uh, really infuriating, particularly when they see other, aeroplane, other airlines flying, they're saying, well, why me? Um, and I feel very sorry for all those folks who got weddings and things like that that have been devastated by this. Yeah,
0: before you go, Jeff, Kimber's looking confused about one thing.
4: Oh,
3: just quickly, I wanted to know, who does pay for all of this? Like Jetstar and Virgin, are they still going to send people yeah. out when there are flights? Or are people having to be reimbursed? Or? Get their money back, yeah.
4: Well, you know, the, the airlines are footing the bill. I mean, as far as in the operational side, Virgin flew six aircraft up on uh, Saturday just to retrieve passengers. Uh, or Friday, whatever it was, the other day. Mm. Uh, they flew them up empty in, in, in a hell of a hurry to get them up there, right. grab people, pull mm-hmm. them back to Perth to Australia. Um, they're footing the bill on that. Um, okay. people are getting, uh, credits, I think it is, uh, if they're not travelling, uh, there's, there's a variety of, there's a variety of circumstances when it comes to, uh, refunds, et cetera.
2: Okay.
0: Thanks, Jeffrey. We appreciate your expertise, mate. We had no idea.
2: This Clazy Shane and Kimber podcast
0: is now done. But support on your Rams home loan never finishes. Rams home loans are always just a phone call away.